If you turn with me in your Bibles, I'm just going to share a few introductory thoughts. Jeff's going to bring the word this morning, and I'm excited about hearing that. But I was just thinking this week about, um, and this week begins Advent. This is a four-week period of time which um, we celebrate the coming of Christ, the Advents of Jesus Christ, uh, the surprising uh, simple hope that was born in a manger. And I want to just talk about this, and I want to talk about a little bit about how we talk to ourselves. How do we talk to ourselves? How are we speaking to ourselves? And the reason why I want to say this, this is going to be more of a preaching, I'm sorry, a teaching uh, mood, because I think the way we talk to ourselves has everything to do with uh, how we're walking. And if you just turn with me to uh, Matthew 9, verse 21, I, I'm not going to read a lot of scripture because I just want to say a few things. This is the intro. But I think that very often we are way too occupied with what's happening externally in our lives. We live... We are three-dimensional creatures. Uh, We live in uh, a world of sight and sound and feeling. And uh, so often we can be very occupied with what's happening on the outside with our experience. How do I feel? How do I, how does experience affect me? We have a two-year-old, Caleb, and he is at this place in his life and in his child development where uh, kids are interpreting that age, right? I think Lizzie can probably validate this. She's a teacher. Um, kids at that age are just interpreting everything, how it relates to them. How, does it, how, does, how do I relate to this environment? And how does this environment relate to me? And when we start thinking like that as a believer, we need the Holy Spirit to quicken us according to his word so that we can think with God. And Ecclesiastes 5, verse 2, uh, Solomon says, don't let your heart be hasty to utter, utter anything before God. Our heart is continually speaking to us. When we're asleep, when we are awake, we are continually hearing, there's a continual narrative that our heart is speaking. And it is speaking in the presence of the throne room of God. Last night I was listening to a, a talk about quantum physics and how they've discovered in 2017 that there is really no, in the, in the 2D dimensional, and I'm not gonna talk about quantum physics, but I just wanna make one, one point here, is that in a two-dimensional world, um, uh, we are discovering <clears throat> that um, there is really no space between things. That what we do affects, is it has an impact on the other side of the world. And without getting into all the physics of that, we know that that's a biblical truth. But the way I think, the way I speak to myself, the way we live is actually going to be having an impact in the, in the atmosphere and in the kingdom. And so there's no space between, between things. When we talk about space, there's no distance. And it's fascinating because the way I speak to myself is going to affect people that I'm connected with, that, that know me. And the way we speak, we're not an island unto ourselves. I think we live in a culture, a Greco-Roman culture, that says you're an island and you will live by yourself on this island and what you think, what you do that nobody knows about and how you feel really is not going to impact anybody else because you're just a private entity. Does that make sense? But the truth is, is that it really, what I think is really going to impact other people. So we are not an island under ourselves. So when we are thinking, when we're hearing that narrative of our heart speaking, whatever it's speaking, even when we're asleep, it's speaking. 
don't, the writer of Ecclesiastes writes, says, don't be hasty to utter anything before God. And what is he saying here? He says, well, there's self-talk that's going on. We are continually talking to ourselves. And what is that narrative and what is that coming from? Well, look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 21. We see a woman here who has an issue of blood, which was a, which was a hemorrhaging issue that she had physically that made her ceremonially or um, unclean according to the law. She could not be in public. She was, uh, she was socially not accepted. She was not supposed to be in public when she had this hemorrhaging going on. What does she say here? She says, she said within herself, think about that, she said within herself. Imagine the scene, here's the woman, she has this issue, she spent all of her money trying to figure out what this is, how to, how to be cured from it. She is like, she is being pushed away by people. And people can figure it out, people see her and they're like, okay, she's sick, I don't wanna be around her. And she is literally an outcast, she has been separated and she's not allowed to be in public. And so what happens is she starts speaking within herself and she says, if I, may, if I may but touch his garment, I should be whole. I, wish, I shall be whole. That's self-talk. That's speaking in faith. That is taking the word that she knew. She's, she heard something about Jesus. She, I don't know if we know. I don't know if she knew the Torah, if she knew the Old Testament. She's taking something that she heard about Jesus Christ. And she's applying it by faith. And she's speaking to herself. I'm not talking about positive thinking. I'm not, say, I'm ta- I'm not talking about the, the extreme that we hear, but what we're talking about is speaking to ourselves based on the nature and the character of Jesus Christ and that, as we were singing earlier, that he is on the move, that he is still today working wonders in our midst. And so <clears throat> when we are, we are always speaking in our heart, whether consciously or unconsciously, and so if we are not engaged And if there's not this, if we're not quickened by the Holy Spirit and by the Word, then we're going to be in a spiritual autopilot. You know what that is? Spiritual autopilot means that if I am not, if I'm not allowing God and the Word, and if I'm not speaking to myself, as it says in um, Ephesians 5, verse 29, what happens is, is that, um, sorry about that, I just lost my track of thinking here. If we're not speaking to ourselves, and what happens is, is that we are going to uh, drift into a um, fleshly living. So if I'm not being, if I'm not focused on the, what God is saying that moment, and what God is doing that moment in the, through the Word, then spiritually on, on autopilot, I'm going to drift into a uh, fleshly trend. There's this disease which is called destination disease, and it's it's like when we're not enjoying the work of faith where we're at today, because we're all about the destiny and about getting, getting it done, living in the hustle that we talked about last, last Sunday, what happens is, is that we are not hearing the, what the voice of God is speaking for that moment. So I just want to close out with this, is that there's a couple ways that we can change our inner conversation. We can change the way we're talking to ourselves. Because if we do not, then then like the woman that, is, that has got this issue of blood is being, um, is being pushed by the crowd, is being rejected by the crowd, that is being um, not welcomed by the crowd. If she's not having that inner conversation with her about who Jesus is, then she's going to be pushed away. She's going to be, uh, she's going to be, she's going to say, I can't, I can't get there. I'm not able to do this. I'm not wanted. I mean, someone that would have a legitimate cause to withdraw, to be depressed, 
and to be um, uh, upset about things. She is a person that has to speak to herself in, um, in faith. And so, number one, let the word of God criticize the inner critic. Let the word of God criticize your inner critic. Of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. We have a critic inside of us. Let the word of God criticize that. Because that's not the way God thinks. And number two, because otherwise we just got our emotions are going to take off. We're going to take us take us off into a place where where we are just going down a deep rabbit hole of what we feel. Because emotions can't think. Remember that. Emotion, your emotions cannot think. Our emotions cannot properly assess the situation that we are in. We need to define our emotions. And the second thing is, is that we need to create distance between our troubled soul and and with the word of God. And what I mean by that is this. In Psalm 43, verse 5, I've always wondered about this verse. David says to himself, he sounds like he's, he sounds like he's, you know, he's having mental problems here. He says, why, is my, why are you so downcast, my soul? It's like he's talking to his soul. He's, he's separating his experience and his feelings from his, his identity. And he's, and he's stepping away from the narrative of the way he's feeling. Are you following me? Like, He's speaking, he's speaking to his soul, and he says, why are you downcast of my soul? And what he's trying to do here, he's basically asking, why are you feeling so stressed? And when we do that, we are, we are stepping back, and we're objectively in the spirit, in the word, observing our situation, and we're speaking to our soul, and we're identifying. I think the first step for any deliverance or any kind of progress in our life, spiritual growth is, growth, is just awareness. Like becoming aware of like, okay, this is something in my life that needs to be dealt with. And if you're around people that are allowed to speak into your life, then you know what's going to happen? And you don't react to that. And, and you don't, we don't get upset. And we don't get moody. And we don't get offended. And what happens is that we take the first step in identifying something. And we say to our soul, like we're talking to a little kid. Why are you so depressed? Why are you so stressed? And then number three, the third thing is we got to fit our conversation to our position and who we are in Christ. We just start speaking to ourselves the way we are who we are in Christ. For example, remember when the prodigal son is in the foreign land and he comes to himself and says that verse in Luke chapter 19, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 15, and he says, he comes to himself. Okay, he comes to his true self, not his false self. His false self is the guy who thinks he's going to be happy living out in the foreign land and, and living crazy and, 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 and departing from people that love him and going into this into this experience. As we start speaking that he comes to himself, his true self. And there's just that, that is just so loaded about our identity, our true self. And he comes to his true self and he says, and he starts talking to himself about his position, who he is in the family. I'm a son, right? He starts speaking to himself about his position and who he is in the family. Fit your inner conversation to who you are in Christ, that you're loved that you're cherished, that you are, that you are at peace with God. <clears throat> Number four is encourage yourself in the Lord. Just start encouraging yourself in the Lord. Remember David, Psalm, uh, 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, David is in this situation, very discouraging. Wakes up one day, things are missing. This is in Ziklag. Uh, the, the enemy has come in, has taken families, kids, and um, while he's out doing the work, of king and he comes back and every everything's been taken by the enemy. He's extremely discouraged. His own people want to stone him. 
Can you imagine that? His own people want to, dis- I mean, his, his own tribe wants to take him out. Is that discouraging or what? So David begins to encourage himself in the Lord. Speak to yourself. It says in Jude, it says, keeping yourself in the love of God. Uh, speaking to yourself in the promises of God. Be intentional. We have to be intentional about speaking to ourselves about the promises and the, and, the, and the principles of God. And then lastly is this. <clears throat> and just follow me here. Say, be in the practice of saying, don't say I can't. I can't. Just say I don't. And what I mean by that is this, is that I think what happens is, for example, temptation comes into your life, okay? The temptation to withdraw, temptation to be on overload, the temptation to whatever we do, when we are overloaded with stress and we, don't, and we don't know how to deal with it, don't say, I can't. Don't say, I can't do this. Because just say, I don't. What I mean by that is this, is, or I won't. Just say, what I mean by this is this, is that when you are in a circumstance, we have to realize in our, self, in our self-talk, in our narrative, in our, in our, in our, in our direct, unidirectional conversation with our troubled soul, we need to speak the words of life and say, you can do this. Well, my son, we were at Chick-fil-A the other day. I gave my wife a break and just, she was last, it was the last day of the month and she's just really working hard, closing out the month. And so I just took Caleb and we went to Chick-fil-A and we're eating there and thank God for Chick-fil-A, huh? Amen. That, that, that restaurant's from God. <laughs> Christian music and everything. I just hope the CEO continues making good decisions. But I'm in there, we eat, he's playing. Then he goes, he wants to go and play in that little playroom, right? That little playroom area. And so he's in there, he's playing. And there's another girl in there. And, and Caleb's like a little, he's a little scared to climb. I think he may be a little little for that, for that little playroom in there. But he's a, he's a little worried about climbing up those stairs that go up, right? Into that, you know, those tubes and everything. There's like a car up there, you know, that you can climb into. And there's this girl there. There's this little girl, maybe she's six or seven. And she keeps saying to him, she goes, you got this, you got this, you can do this, you can do this. She would, wouldn't stop saying that, like, you can do this. And, and like, it just got to the point where like, okay, this girl's got that down. <laughs> and she's talking non, she's saying this nonstop. And I just walked away from that. And I was like, that's, the, that's like the Holy Spirit in our life. He's saying that God is with you. You got this. You're not in a circumstance that God would put you and I that we cannot do. We don't say, don't say I can't. Just take that word out of your vocabulary. Just remove that. I'm not talking about positive thinking here. I'm just saying we got to remove some words out of our vocabulary that don't belong in a, in a Christian's life like I can't. That does not belong in a believer's life. I can't. We have to say, we have to, we have to say it this way. God can. God will. God has done it. And start talking from our position in Christ. And I just want to close out with this. Is that, that the way we talk to ourselves means everything. No matter how you feel today, whatever's going on in your life physically or mentally or whatever's happening in your circumstances, don't let the external pressure dictate what your narrative is to yourself. Build yourself up. Encourage yourself in the Lord. We don't do this. I'm not talking about positive thinking and going out and doing something to build up your physical body or to... You know, to do something that will make you feel better. I'm talking about inner talk because we live in a world that's discouraged, that's depressed, and that's overcome by the details of life. And if we don't, if we don't return to the word and gather our inner, 
our self-talk, our inner t- conversation with ourselves, we're going to be just digesting what people are saying to us, that you don't belong here, that you are, that you are dirty, that, you, that you're not loved, that you've done something wrong. And that um, in, in response to that, the woman that's coming to Jesus with the issue of blood is saying, if I just touch his garment, that's my goal. She's like, from here to that door. She's like trying to push through this crowd. She says, all I need to do, and this is my goal, this is my thought, this is my, this is my, my, present, my present trajectory, is that if I can just connect with Christ, if I can just hear his voice, if I can just get to church and hear the word and worship, I'm going to be okay. Amen. We just need to keep talking that way to ourselves, keep speaking to ourselves, not in not in um, positive thinking, but in, re- re- in, in the reality of who we are in Christ and in, in our position. Amen? Okay, so, Father, we thank you, God, for just the fact that we can speak to ourselves in truth. Truth is, truth is the way you think. Truth is miracle, is miraculous. When we start thinking in truth, when we start thinking in uh, life, then just miracles take place in our midst. And so, Father, we thank you, God, for each person here today, in Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Okay, so let's just give a big welcome to Jeff, and I just